We're live. Oh, no, we're right. back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Take two. Take two, Leo. All right. Yeah, we're having some technical difficulties, which means it's probably been a been too long, but we've been busy, out of town events. Ty, tell us about your journey. Where where have you been the past two weeks? You've been you've yeah. been coast to coast. No, it's been it's been a lot, but it's been awesome. I, I went out to Newport, Rhode Island, not California. Pretty place, right? Um, and I was in Newport, yeah. California just a few oh, days. Oh, that's ago, right. But, Newport uh, to Newport. Coast <laughs> yeah, to Newport coast. to Newport. Um, went up to Boston, spent some time with Britain and, and Jamie and Cape Cod and saw the dolphins take care of the Pats as usual. No surprise no, there. No question. Um, yeah, they looked good. Went and saw the Yankees play the Red Sox at Fenway. And that was, it was Yankees and Red Sox. Yeah. What are the odds? And get this, I couldn't find a place to park. I'm driving downtown Boston with Steve and it's like New York status out there. It's just madness. And so we were late for the game, and right as we were walking in, Aaron Judge hits a grand slam. We almost oh, saw a grand wow. slam at Fenway, but we didn't. So. Damn, I am super jealous. It was cool. It Yankees, was, Red Sox, that's like the – if there was ever a baseball game to go watch, that's it. Oh, yeah. Listening to Sweet in Caroline Fenway. was like, this is just – Bum, bum, bum. It was, it was awesome. And Steve's a big baseball guy, so I could tell he, he was in heaven. Yeah. Wow, that's freaking epic. Yeah. I didn't know you did uh, Yankees Red Sox. That's yeah. We uh, Right after the event, we took a two-hour drive straight up there. So. Oh, nice. Scott and I were trying. I don't think there was any. I think they were out of town that weekend. Yeah. Of course, it was March, so it was like still spring training. And it, it wasn't bad because, oddly enough, Yankees and the Red Sox suck. Like Neither of oh, them are making really? the playoffs. Oh, wow. Um, and so we paid, I think, 150 bucks and we were right behind home plate maybe 10 rows up oh those are good seats it was awesome saw good a home seats. run over the big green yeah monster big green monster yeah it was great man that's awesome and then uh what was uh what was foxborough like new england honestly so as you know leo i've been to a lot of stadiums like that's a yeah, bucket list have, thing for me yeah. i'm trying to get to all of them um leave it to robert Kraft. probably the most well-run NFL experience I've had like really the the parking situation I'm we're getting there and I'm like uh, some I rolled down the window he's like parking I'm like what the fuck did he just say this crazy he's like parking I'm like oh he says parking I'm like oh okay so we we go in and they have these walkways that like from way out there these yeah. these awesome walkways that take you over tunnels and or through tunnels and over highways and it's just like in and out was so smooth um, we went to the Hall of Fame. They have a Patriots Hall of Fame because they've had enough success to do so. And uh, I believe Tom um, was just, uh, yeah, just joined it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we I got to see all the Super Bowl trophies. The oldest known football in circulation is held at their Hall of Fame. How old is it? It's from the late 1800s, and it oh, honestly looks like old. a basketball. It's like yeah. more round and, and roundish looking. Yeah. yeah. No wonder they never passed back then. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very conducive, just didn't really fly through the air very well. Uh, well, that's awesome. And then uh, last week we had a big event in Los Angeles, and that was a good time. And let's see, Francois, myself, and Robert were at that one. And it was interesting. There was Google, Uber, Microsoft, all these big companies had their executives there keynote speaking, and we were keynote speaking for Seven Figures Funding and for My Figures. So that was fun. And it wasn't too bad uh, downtown. A little Yeah, how is L.A.? Boy. I mean, there was obviously some 
some drugged up people that were asleep on the side <laughs> of the right outside the building where we were staying and we were downtown we were literally just two blocks away from crypto.com arena where the lakers play and the convention center right there is is up close and you know what else is close i found out because i was starving after our, our last day there sol agave the los angeles version was half a mile away i didn't know oh wow it was right there wow oh yeah Julian. so it was good how close were you to like the coliseum Coliseum is it's kind of on the other side of uh, downtown LA, so oh, okay. probably a good ten miles away. Have you been there? I have. Yeah, we went That's... to the Saints and, and Rams game when they were playing the Coliseum there. Oh, okay. That's a. That's another one of those iconic. You've yeah, it is. It is. It still has like the. Uh, the, the fire that's lit up there from the 1984 Olympics that they had wow. in Los Angeles. And it's coming back. A rumor has it that's why LAX is such a under construction. Show disaster right now. Yes, getting ready it's definitely for the under Olympics. construction, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And then you, you happen to be right down the, the street from us in uh, California as well. Yeah, we've been uh, traveling so much for work lately, decided it was time to... Um, I, I have a two-year-old and a now nine-month-old. and we, My wife and I have never been on a vacation with just the two of them. Um, so we decided to go on our first family trip and nice. we went to Disneyland and it was probably a year or two premature, but <laughs> we, <laughs> we, had, we had a good we, time. We've done that too. Yeah. yeah. That happens. You just, you just, as a parent, you so badly yeah. want that Mickey mouse experience. And yeah, we took Jack up to these, uh, characters and from afar, he's like, Minnie, goofy. Oh, cool. And they get, get him up like, close, ah. freaks out. Yeah. So. Yep. That's what Lucas did too. Yeah. Okay. So. Give it a few years. We'll be all right. Yeah, for sure. Welcome to the Go Figure podcast created for parents and business owners who want to get their money right. My name's Leo Cannell. As a husband and father of five, I've been fortunate to create two eight figure businesses in the fintech space. This podcast will share the values, principles, strategies, tools, and tactics that have helped us to build a fintech empire and provide an epic life for our family. Having been a parent and entrepreneur for 20 years, there's a lot I don't know. There's been a lot of failure. The good news is together, we'll find solutions to creating an epic life powered by a business that we love. All right, everybody. Well, we just have a few minutes today. We wanted to touch base and talk about what's going on in the financial world and the funding world for you as a business owner. What is what should you be aware of? And there's a few interesting things going on. But at the top of this, we wanted to start with a money topic of nine things that you didn't know about your credit cards. And uh, this is an interesting topic because there's a lot more than, than what you probably know out there. I mean, your credit card, it's 2023. There's a lot of things that your card can do. I mean, obviously, you've got uh, all the new chips that are in them. It's becoming much, much more touchless. Apple Pay is the best thing ever for your credit card. I just love when I'm out there and I don't have my wallet, and I hate carrying my wallet, even though it's only about that big. But it's nice to be able to pay with Apple Pay. But what this was an article that caught your attention, Ty. What were some of the the interesting facts that you wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, there's uh, there's a handful of things that really surprised me. There, there's nine of them that they talk about. The first one, let's just breeze through because it's. It, I agree and I disagree. It says your credit card doesn't really have an expiration <laughs> date. Yes, that is true. The date that it shows on your card means that you can no longer swipe it or use that chip, but they're going to send you a new card and the number will be the same. However, you still can't use that card unless you know the new expiration. So I kind of disagree with number one. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's just saying it's it's open-ended. It's not going to expire like a loan would. It's not going to um, close up the account. But number two, this is the one that shocked me, Leo. 
there are enough credit cards in circulation right now that if you laid them down side by side, just, you know, started, everyone pulled out their cards side by side. It would wrap around the entire earth three and a half times. We got a lot of plastic going on around the world. Insane. It's uh, let's see what this says in the world. There were go up just a tiny bit on that. It's there are over 1.65 billion cards in circulation. Visa had 827 million, MasterCard 718 million, um, which kind of surprised me. I didn't that know does, MasterCard that was that close to me. Visa. Yeah, I would have thought that you know MasterCard might be half of Visa. Yeah. But wow, they're they're hustling. Kind they're of hustling. similar to Amex at 109 million. I thought MasterCard would be closer there, but uh, in, insane. Um, do you want to take this one's kind of interesting? Interesting. So I mean, that's 88,000 miles of cards. So interesting, but. Uh, if you've been wondering, like, who actually started these this credit card thing and the plastic uh, that we've been walking around with in our wallets uh, for decades, well, Sears is actually one of the founding fathers of plastic, and uh, they were once America's uh, golden retailer until the arrival of the Sears catalog it was a special day in many households. I remember we used to wait for it because you'd look at all the coolest toys in the 90s before the internet had everything out there. And uh, the card uh, launched back in 1911 was the first retail store card back in 1911. So definitely a while ago. And then Citigroup bought Sears card and its membership list and then launched the Discover card during the 1986 Super Bowl. So interesting. Which it is super interesting, though, because my I was born in 92, and I'm kind of that the older side of the generation that we don't know life without credit cards. Oh yeah. And it's weird to think about like even my mother growing up, credit cards were pretty foreign for her in her youth and very new and not really accepted. And so it makes sense why this older generation is still very, they like cash. Exactly. Like, I, very I hate skeptical. cash. I don't, I don't ever want to have cash. Me. I'm like, why, like what on earth is cash going to do for me? Do I, I don't get cash back when I spend cash. I don't nope. get insurance when I spend cash. Nope. None of it. No. So, and that's always just such a key thing that people don't realize. Like if you have a personal and a business credit card and you're getting cash back rewards, you should always use those cards to pay for everything because it just ma- it just gives you free money. It gives you free money to take your kids to Disneyland. We're going to be going to Disney World uh, next uh, the first first week of November and that's paying for a lot of our Disney World uh, trip. And so if you're not using cash back rewards in your life, please do. Yeah, so like you were saying, Sears kind of that very first credit card, which could only be used there. The first credit cards per se that could be used multiple places were these restaurant credit cards that mm, could only be used in New York. And there was 28 different restaurants yeah. and a couple hotel hotels that if you had this credit card, you could use them there. But New York City is kind of the... Uh, the creator of the true unsecured revolving credit per se. Interesting. So before you could only go use your card at just Sears and maybe some other stores popped up and you could use the card only at those stores. And then the first uh, amplification or, Hey, this card can be used at multiple places was in the New York restaurant scene. And the New York restaurant scene was truly epic. It still is in a lot of places there in Manhattan. And so interesting. And those store cards do still exist. Like, we look at credit reports all the time and see, you know, oh, yeah. the Kohl's. Kohl's, for whatever reason, seems to be a really popular yeah, store Yeah, they card. push that card hard. Yeah. yeah they do. Um, the creator of the very first credit card, uh, honestly, if you do your research about it, said it was uh, credit cards were just fads. 
No, they didn't think it would stick. They didn't think it would be accepted. They thought it'd be a fad and it would go away. <laughs> wow! So now this, we can uh, span the world. This guy McNamara, he he dropped. He ah, oh, this is just a fad. So he actually had the first diners club, probably for those New York restaurants. He sold that uh, card for a couple hundred grand. Was one point six million dollars back in in the sixties. But boy, if he would have held on a little bit longer, that would have been worth a lot more money. Yeah. It, here's kind of an interesting one. The first general purpose credit card was sent as junk mail, mm. right? In 1958, Joseph Williams, Bank of America employee, um, <laughs> had this bright idea of, hey, bright idea. <laughs> yeah, let's mail out 60,000 genuine Bank of America credit cards to people in Fresno, California. And so what happened, the cards, they were just made of paper and they pre-approved a credit limit of $300, totally unsolicited and and what it says is by october because this was 1958 by october of 1959 uh williams had distributed two million credit cards to people all across california and and the sad thing was 20 percent of all those credit card holders went delinquent because they're like they didn't know they're like oh cool they probably just thought it was free money you know, kind of like how gift cards are today. Oh, it's free money, and and twenty percent of them just never paid it back, and so Bank of America loses eight point eight million dollars during that launch. And now, of course, today it's illegal to just send out credit yeah. cards because you have a lot of identity theft, etc. But interesting, well, they still kind of do it. Have you noticed that? I didn't I realize got some. I you got get some these credit 15 cards years ago for sure. Now, yeah, I didn't ask for them. Well, and even now, that's illegal. But they send you these credit cards, like. You get something in the mail. It looks like a real card, right. but it says at the bottom in fine print, this is not a real card, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Has all of They're the, trying to replicate. Has all of the hallmarks of a real exactly. card. Exactly. And that's where it came from. It's kind of interesting. Mm. Um, seven Number seven is credit card companies spend around $80. It takes $80 to acquire a card user. Sometimes more. Sometimes they yeah. pay affiliates uh, a bunch of money to bring those in. But yeah, interesting so they, they know their business, right? They know that even if they offer a 0% interest rate, that the average balance is going to be X and they're going to collect this amount of interest. And the lifetime value of that customer is going to be substantially more than whatever their cost is to acquire that customer. And that's one of those key parameters and, and indicators that you need to know in your business. What is your cost to acquire a customer and if you don't know that, you've got to know that. And so interesting that there's obviously costs. And then there's some stuff about the digits, the numbers behind the car. Yeah. So we'll start with number eight because number <laughs> nine blew my mind. I had no idea that. Did you? All right. We're going to get to that. Yeah. Number eight, the first two digits on your credit card um, identification number, identify the type of industry that issued the card or I, the, I did not know that yeah i i knew that like you could depict the first four numbers and know if it's amex and but i didn't know that it went even further than that um so it is kind of interesting and you can do your homework you can do a quick google search and figure out what the numbers actually mean so it says all amex cards start with the number three numbers four and five are for banking institutions if it starts with a four you have a visa card number five is for mastercard number six is for merchandising and banking and if it starts with a seven it's for a gas card eight is telecommunications nine is national assignments whatever that means yeah that's interesting my amex does start with a three this is amex dinners club interesting yeah there so the, the numbers do mean something and you know what you take this one all right, you can validate a credit card just by adding its numbers. 
So by following the LUN algorithm, a simple checksum, you can easily check a credit card number that it's valid. So that's where sometimes, you know, if you're trying to verify identity, there's different websites where you actually have to put a legit card in, not necessarily to pay for something, but to show that you're a real person, you have a credit card that goes back to your name. And if you put in a fake card, it knows, and this is how it knows. Yeah, look, like... I was kind of thinking in circles because last night I was just you're like, how do you know this. if I'm you're like, not charging me? Right? Here's what it says. Starting from the right, double every other digit on your credit card. Now add up. Now add the double digits to the ones you didn't double. Note that if you have a double digit number such as 15, you must use the sum of, of its digits. For instance, one five is one plus five equals six. If the total sum is divisible by 10, it's a valid credit card number. Oh, interesting bizarre so i thought that was pretty interesting and then it goes on past the nine and ultimately there's in the i i guess i was kind of on this uh wild wild uh goose go down the rabbit hole. yeah exactly but the other few things that i that really surprised me is uh bank of america there's about 200 museums in the u.s including metropolitan museum of art the big one in in orlando we're going to be here in a few oh, days very cool you simply show them your bank of america card and you get free admittance you don't oh, have to pay nice did not know yeah we, we know amex has got some special things going on with delta at the airport and i think um is it bank of america that's with uh, american airlines i want to say I believe, actually, is it that or Alaskan Air? I, I, don't, I, know. I don't remember. <laughs> there's so anyway, many. there's different cool things where your yeah. card can literally help you skip the line at the airport. A lot of cool things like yeah. that. Yeah, well, and a lot of them just aren't pr promoted. Like, there's certain Amex cards that get you into private golf courses oh, really? that you'd have to be a member to play. And sometimes you only find out if you call Amex and say, hey, what are you know the, the hidden perks behind this card that you aren't promoting and you'd be surprised what you can do. It seems like the, the card issuer with maybe the most perks out there that you don't know about that really can pay dividends, probably American express. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the one that just over and over last night, like, I guess they're partnered with Ticketmaster, And so all these big sporting events, you can oh, get really? access to tickets before the general public. Like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift had a little deal going on with <laughs> capital one Yeah, where if you paid with a capital one card, so we like, Used our Capital One card. Kayla and I were so excited. Of course, we could, you know, that was back when the Ticketmaster thing was falling apart. But luckily, you helped us and we found a, an alternative route to get our, our Taylor Swift concert. Tickets. How about all these Swifties? Like, I'm seeing posts Losing after their post mind. saying, like, there was one I, I saw yesterday, Marie was telling me about, where this lady is talking to her husband is like, can you believe that Taylor Swift sh just shows up to this football game and now Travis Kelsey's on the map? It's like, give me. A freaking break. He's well, one of the greatest. If you know football, <laughs> this guy's been on the map, and I think when it's all said and done, he's got it. He may end up as the best tight end yeah. ever. And if he stays in Kansas, which clearly he's going to, and Patrick's not going anywhere, then, yeah, he's going to end up with the top numbers for tight ends in terms of all-time catches, yards, et cetera. And he's just a, a very, very impressive tight end. He's already got two rings because he's yeah. been with Patrick the entire time. and. And he's was, clutch. Was kind of funny. Jason Kelsey was saying that him and uh, DeAndre Swift, his running back, are a, a better combo than than Travis and Taylor Swift. So it's a better <laughs> yeah. Kelsey Swift combo. Yeah, there's like all these little uh, post pictures of them getting off on a private jet and doing all these things, and you, you wonder if that's just like deep fakes. Are they really there? But clearly something's going on because she was in the in the sweet box there with with uh, Travis and Jason's mom. 
And it was funny. She was screaming, just oh, losing yeah. her mind. Travis's mom was just like, oh, I see this every Sunday. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's it's almost like Travis's mom was unamused. Like she's the the boy mom, the kind of tomboy growing up, and she just was not yeah, she not was, about she was it. Not impressed. It's not impressed, kind of funny. But, but yeah, right. my my daughter was she was paying attention. Oh, Travis must be really cool and. Wow, look at him. And like, yeah. Okay, great. If people didn't realize, there was an NFL team that dropped 70 points this week, and everyone cares more about Taylor Swift at a Chiefs game. Let's yeah. talk about, uh, you know, we're three weeks in with the NFL. What, what are your takeaways? My takeaways, Leo, is uh, I've been, I'm not going to say completely wrong, but I was, I was a little off on a few teams. There's been some surprises. Um, I'm curious, what are your biggest surprises so far? The, by far, the biggest surprise is the Bengals. Even though they won last night, that's I still don't think that's a, a good Rams team. I think they're no. well coached. They'll yeah. win a few games, but their talent is not there. And the Bengals, Stafford doesn't have anybody to throw no. to. And he's I mean, got Puka Nakua. He's got Puka Nakua from BYU last year. Go Cougars for you know Jill and you. But that's about it. Yeah. He doesn't have anyone to throw to. And the Bengals still have, struggled. Yeah, yeah, the Bengals. So edged that's, out that that's my biggest surprise. Jacksonville, I thought would be a lot better. That's but, kind of a surprise. And yeah. then on the adverse side is the Colts are a lot stronger than I thought. Bucks have uh, showed up better than I thought. Yeah. So yeah, they haven't played anyone either though. So. so, but overall, I think we've been pretty spot on. My betting has been it's like at an eighty percent. Yeah, your right betting now. has it's been has been on point. It's been great this Did year. Do you have any college bets this last weekend? Oh yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. How'd you do? I I did well. I hit a, a big parlay and a I'm teaser. guessing you didn't bet on Colorado to beat Oregon. No. Sorry, no. Coach Prime. I we, felt that train. We, we all saw that was coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw that one. Um, but I've I've got to run. We're, we're launching a big new process to our system on October oh, 1st. Get this going. So I've got to run and get a training. But I, I want to leave with my, my NFL top five uh, power rankings because we like to do those every week or so. What do we got? And, you know, a lot of similar teams to last time, but I, I think that it's it's time to, to shuffle the board here a little bit. Um, Dude, again, we've only got three undefeated teams left, and it's week f- like going to week four. That's that's pretty fast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's game of the of week parody. this week for sure is Miami at Buffalo. And guess oh, what, Leo? It's, uh, it's not winter and those bills aren't going to have their ice balls to it's to in be miami right it's in buffalo oh it is in but buffalo. it's it's not going to be snowy oh they, they have to go down to miami in yeah. uh late Later december on, early january so. great for everybody all right at number five in the uh the new nfl power rankings i'm going to i wanted to say detroit i always want to say detroit but i'm not I'm, i've got to keep buffalo there i think they've earned that five spot especially with that big win uh, this this last week, at number four, we're back at full strength with Kelsey and Chris Jones. And the they Swifties. look scary, and the Swifties. <laughs> uh, we're keeping the Chiefs right there. They they don't quite have the offensive weapons to be any higher than that, in my opinion. So at number three, we're going the Philadelphia Eagles. Extremely complete team. They just something feels a little out of feels a little off. Yeah, but when you yeah. can rush for two hundred yards every Sunday. It's pretty hard to lose. Yeah, they're a really, really good team. At number two, slipping one spot here, not that they did anything wrong. It's just the pure talent of the number one team. So at number two, we're going the San Francisco 49ers. 
Um, and at number one, we're going Miami Dolphins, and that's genuinely my Super Bowl prediction Dude, right now. 70 points. When was the last time someone scored more than 60? I think it that was the most since 1966. And, Leo, we – There it is. Miami had – Nine minutes left when they hit 70. Their mm-hmm. backups were in like unstoppable. It, it was ridiculous. So, um, that, there it is. There you have it. Top five. We've got the Dolphins, we've got the 49ers, we've got the Eagles, we've got the Chiefs, and we've got the Bills with the Lions coming in at a very, very close sixth. It's funny. The only differences I had is I had Miami at two and San Francisco at one. And the only reason I have that is because the 49ers defense yeah. is so tough. And we'll see. We'll see. Because, yeah. I mean, they don't play each other until no. the Super Bowl. It would Bowl only be there. the Super Bowl if they did. Which, I mean, if you're a betting person, that's probably what you're thinking. Thank you for joining us on the Go Figure podcast. If you learned something that will help your business or family, take 30 seconds and give us a five star. If we added value to your day, then share the show with someone who wants to get their money right and be sure to subscribe to the Seven Figures Funding YouTube channel. If you're a business owner and a parent committed to getting your money right for your family, then check out the MyFigures.com money app with a free 30-day trial to manage your money, track your net worth, and build a profit-first business through our fintech platform. God bless, and we'll see you next time on the Go Figure podcast.